it going, everybody? Welcome to Trail Tales. My name is Kyle O'Grady. I am a through hiker. I am a peak backer. I am a just a huge hiking nerd, dude. You don't even you don't even understand. Well, actually, you probably do because you are probably a hiking nerd as well. And every single week on this podcast, I talk with other through hikers and backpackers and peak baggers about their experiences on the trail. And folks, this is a very special episode. And I genuinely mean that i feel like that's such a podcast thing like oh welcome to the episode like super special guest today this guest is so 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 i can't even say it special um cj cosby is his name this is a gentleman that i met on the pct this summer and he recognized me i tell this whole story at the beginning of the episode he recognized me um from youtube and said he was a fan and all this and it ended up being you know, so much more than just a normal, like, fan interaction, I guess, because as he was telling me his story, as he was telling me about his condition and his very ambitious goals, um, it was just very inspiring. He has cystic fibrosis, and he is attempting to be the first person with that condition to Triple Crown. And he's got a long ways to go, but he's been at it for a while as well. He's working his way up. We talk all about that. And it's just, it's such an inspiring story. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this one. And CJ, when you hear this, thank you so much for coming on. And I would love to do another episode soon. Now, real quick, before we get into it, I just want to say, you know what I'm going to say. Five-star reviews, dude. Please go leave the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Wherever the hell you listen to Trail Tales, leave a five-star review. If you're excited, the show is back. Now that we're a few episodes in, maybe I'm a little bit more justified in saying this. If you're excited, the show is back. Go leave a five-star review. That helps out the show so much. And honestly, it's just kind of fun. Like, I get an email at the end of every week that just shows all the new reviews I've gotten. And it's just fun to read them. If they're good, if they're bad, I cry for hours. But <laughs> we don't want we don't want the bad ones. Five stars, nothing less. Please go leave a five star review. And of course, if you like the show, check out Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Kyle Hates Hiking. You'll get some bonus content, and you'll just it's it's the best way to support my content. It's the best way to support the show. So go check it out, Patreon.com/slash Kyle Hates Hiking. Let's get into it with. CJ Cosby, otherwise known as Tropical Dr. Seuss. All right, I am so excited to welcome CJ Cosby to the show. No relation to Bill in his own words. Hey, man, how's it going? Thank you for doing this. No, thank you, Cal. I really do appreciate it. It's going pretty good. It's going good. That's always good. Um, your first podcast, huh? Uh, hell yeah. Yes, my first podcast. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too, man. We're going to introduce CJ in just a second. But first, I want to tell a quick story about how the two of us met on the PCT this summer. So it was Flossie, Brandon, and I's last day hiking in Oregon. We had just done the uh, Eagle River Trail trail alternate eagle river creek oh eagle is it eagle creek yeah okay thank you um we had just done the eagle creek alternate and had this crazy experience where i don't know some of you some of you listening might have seen a a recent video i did on it um where actually we might have even talked about it no i don't 
think we did talk about it in the last episode with Brandon. But um, anyways, uh, the three of us had this crazy experience with a boulder that almost took us out on the Eagle Eagle Creek alternate. It's a crazy story. And so we, um, we were getting down. Our, our original plan was to kind of camp somewhere outside of Cascade Locks because the PCT goes right through Cascade Locks. But we got towards the end of the day and we were getting hungry and we were like, you know what? We could just hike a couple extra miles. We can get into town and we can get some actual food. And that allure drew us in. And so that's what we did. We got into town just before dark. There was no restaurants open, of course, but there was a grocery store open. And so we also didn't have time to book a hotel or anything. And so Flossie, Brandon, and I went to a grocery store. I bought some pasta and marinara sauce and some vegetables that was slightly better than a normal trail dinner, I guess, and also some ice cream. We grabbed our stuff and we headed over to this public, I think it's like a public park in Cascade Locks where they let through hikers stay. Or it's or No, no, it's not a, it's a campground, but it's right next to a park. Anyways, it's just a spot in town that you can pay a couple bucks and you can camp at right there in the center of town. And we pull up to a little campsite there. We start cooking. And I am just like all sorts of in a weird mood because of this crazy experience we had earlier and I'm starving. And so I'm just there cooking some pasta over my shitty stove. And this gentleman walks up to us and he recognizes us from the videos. He introduces himself as Tropical Dr. Seuss. He had a Hawaiian shirt on and a Dr. Seuss hat on. So it was quite fitting. And it was weird because I was like, so focused on my food and everything that had just happened. I feel like at first I kind of wasn't that present, but the more this gentleman talked and explained his story and explained how he got into hiking, um, it was very inspiring. And it ultimately ended up being one of the most, if not the most, you know, touching moments that I think all of us experienced on the trail, something we talked about a lot afterwards. Um, It was very awesome. And so we're going to get into all that and now that I have that story out of the way, Mr. Tropical Dr. Seuss, Mr. CJ Cosby, how's it going, man? Oh, no, I already asked you how's it going. Yeah, you already asked me <laughs> I that. already asked you that. I'm still out of practice. I'm only a few episodes in here. Um, hey, why hey, does you... it hurt to ask again? Yeah, I guess so. But you said you were doing good, which is good. Um, yeah. why, don't, why don't you kind of explain who you are? Like, give an give a introduction for everybody. Hello, my name is Colton Cosby, or CJ as most people know me by. Uh, I'm a through hiker. I have cystic fibrosis, which is a terminal illness that affects the lungs. And I have the goal of being the first with my condition to hike the Triple Crown. Not in one year. Yeah, that that would be <laughs> that'd be incredible. Um <laughs> That'd be too much for me. That so when we were sitting at this picnic table and CJ was kind of explaining all this stuff, like I like I said, at first I, I feel like I you know, I don't think I was rude, but I just like wasn't super present because I was like in the middle of literally mowing down like an entire box of pasta. But um, but yeah, the more he spoke and the more he explained his story, like I said, it was just it was just super inspiring. So why don't we start here? Um, can you just explain a little bit more, like about what cystic fibrosis or uh, CF, as I'm probably going to refer to it, um, like what that I is? Would. Uh. The best I can explain it, and sometimes for me it's actually kind of hard to explain. Okay. But basically it screws with your lungs and best way I can say, but I'm pretty sure I'm off, imagine asthma, but worse. Mm-hmm. So it causes damage and holes to the lungs and um, stomach problems and all this type of thing, but uh, there is no cure for it. Okay. 
And is it like, we're not going to spend the whole episode on this, but I, I am just curious. Okay. I can't remember. Is it something that you're just born with? Unfortunately, yes. Mm, okay. So how did you discover through hiking? Like like the first time you ever learned about these long distance trails, long distance hiking through hiking. Do you remember like how that went down? Kind of. I was living in a uh, group home in Southern Oregon at the time. And I was watching this. I was watching a few YouTube videos about people traveling. And uh, I lived in Oregon my entire life. And so when I went to go visit my dad in Medford, he took me to this picnic spot. And I was just sitting there eating my lunch. And before I got into through hiking, I knew nothing about the PCT. I basically lived in Oregon my entire life. Not once did I know it went through my backyard. Wow. <laughs> uh, I was sitting there eating my lunch. And out of nowhere, I see this hiker just came, just like, uh, just appeared. It's like, <laughs> what? I didn't know there was a trail here. So when I was done, I walked over and that's when I discovered the Pacific Crest Trail for the first time. How uh, how old were you? Did you say that? Uh, no, I was, that was in 2017. Okay. So I think maybe 2020. Uh, 22, 23. Okay. Okay, cool. That's crazy. Yeah. You lived in Oregon. It's not crazy, actually. There's tons of people that have that same experience. I mean, shit, I lived in Vermont for the first uh, 16 years of my life, 15 years maybe, before I knew about long-distance hiking, and it was also right in my backyard. So um, it, it's it's crazy because it's just kind of funny, I guess, that so many people just have this stuff in their backyard or, you know, close by anyways and they don't actually even know it's there they don't even know about this whole culture that exists on it and it's so close um okay so you learned about it in this moment did you like go home and start researching about it or was it just like okay i know this exists but you didn't put much thought into it um how did like your interest in it and i guess your passion for it kind of develop further after that that time that you discovered it I will say first, uh, every time I bring up that story, my dad always says it's his fault that I got into this. <laughs> it's his fault uh, as if it's a bad thing, eh? Yeah. Well, he he knows it's not, but he just likes to say that to yeah, people. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. So that same day after I discovered the PCT, I had self-service, so I Googled it. And for like 10 minutes, I stood there looking into it and... As far as I know, no one with CF has ever hiked the entire PCT or even tried to do a section or something, to, be, to the best of my knowledge. Mm -hmm. So that same day when we went back to Medford, we went to the REI, and my dad picked me up a book on the Oregon and Washington sections. I still haven't read that book to this day, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I got into it. Interesting. So and I was going to, my next question was going to be like, how long after you discovered it, like, did you start to, you know, I don't want to, I don't know how to word this, fantasize or actually like start to plan going out there and hiking on it. But you, you, you literally the same day you started buying stuff in relation to it. Yeah. Well, it's because a few years before I read this article about a man named Nick Talbot. He has cystic fibrosis. Took him three times to do it. You know what he did? I do, but let's 
Oh, oh, you do? Because oh, well, I we, told we, you. Because we talked about yeah. it. <laughs> he Go did ahead and tell fucking him. Everest. Which is so sick. So so, I, so you knew about that before the PCT. Um, yeah. When you first learned about the PCT on that day then, was that like an immediate thought that came into your head or is that something that kind of s- developed a little bit slower? It was an immediate thought because uh, Nick Talbot inspired me to achieve something nobody with our condition has ever done. And so when I learned that nobody with CF has ever done it, I wanted to be the first to complete the PCT. And then once I looked more into the trail, I discovered the Triple Crown. Mm -hmm. And as far as I know, no one with CF has ever done the Triple Crown. So that's when I made it my mission to go and achieve the Triple Crown. And so this was in 2017, I think you said. Um, How did you, you know, other than buying that book you never read and getting some gear and stuff, um, did you did you start researching after that? Did you start doing training hikes? Like, because obviously there's a little bit of a gap between 2017 and 2022. Obviously, there's no rush, but I'm just curious, yeah. like, kind of how the, the and I know you're still on this on this mission. I'm curious, you know, how that like initial like stage, I guess, for lack of a better word, uh, kind of started developing after you learned about it, after you set your mind to this goal. Um, I guess, what did you do next? Ironically, I just watched a lot of YouTube videos. I did no training. I continued. <laughs> so that same year, a few months before I discovered the PCT, I just got into like day hiking. Uh, before, I never knew anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my family and I went on trips when we were younger to like the woods and whatnot, I hated being outside. <laughs> I just wanted to be indoors, watching YouTube videos, playing video games. But living in that medical group home, in some sense, I started to get depressed because I felt like my life was going uh, nowhere. So I started watching videos on traveling. Then once I discovered the PCT, I started watching videos on hiking. And so for years, I didn't really, I just went, I continued to go on day hikes. And then uh, I moved down to Metro with my dad. And once we did that, uh, we started doing day hikes as soon as COVID hit and all that on the PCT. So we hiked, uh, you might remember it. There's this like brown shelter. Uh, it's called South Brown Mountain Shelter. Um, I remember there was like a cabin. I'm going to Google it. Real South what? Brown Mountain? Uh, brown Mountain Shelter. Shelter. It's before Fish Lake. Yes, I do remember this actually. I remember yeah. this. There was like a water pump there, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, when I hit the trail this year, it was amazing to go back to places I've day hiked, and instead of going like one way and then having to turn around, I was going north. And so that was pretty special for me. Yeah, man. I know that feeling too. Like, um, obviously a different context, but when I was first getting into hiking, I did a lot of day hikes on the Long Trail, uh, in Vermont, and then. The first time I ever backpacked through a lot of those same areas, I I know how you feel. Like it felt good to be like, okay, instead of turning around or taking the side trail back down to my car, like I did the last couple times I was here, I get to just keep on going and going, exactly, and going. And it is definitely a really awesome feeling. Um, who who were you watching when you were spending this time, kind of watching YouTube videos about through hiking and stuff like that? I'm just curious. I have to ask. You know, I'm one of these yeah, yeah. YouTuber douchebags, so. Oh, you're not a douchebag. <laughs> Debatable. 
depends on who you talk to, but I don't think you are. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Uh, I don't quite remember, but I think it might have been like Darwin who'd done it at the time in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did it and, um, and did the PC in 2018. Yeah. Oh, so I got to fix myself. Uh, remember when I said I discovered the PC in 2017? Yeah. I just realized that's not true. I discovered it in 2018. July okay. 8th, 2018. Hell, you remember the exact date, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's a special day, man. It's a special day. Yeah. At first, I forgot the year, but oh well. 2018 is... Close enough. I remember it now. It's 2018. So I believe it was Darwin. Darwin on the trail, who I really want to meet so badly. He's a small part of my influence for me getting into this, mm-hmm. as with many people. For 2018, that's the only one I can think... Uh, homemade... I think she did that. Dixie. Yeah, she, she did the piece. I don't remember the year. It might have been twenty seventeen or twenty eight. Somewhere something around like there. That. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, I know Elena Osborne hadn't done it yet. That'd be the next year in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are the only two I can remember possibly watching around that time. When did you discover my videos? I'm just curious. To be honest, I forget. <laughs> I think I was like looking into some videos on like hiking and stuff and yours came up. I haven't watched them all, but I've watched a few that I actually really enjoy. You don't need to watch them all. <laughs> they all suck. Um, okay, so enough about me. And if they suck, you won't be at 40,000 subscribers right now. I, I so guess think about that's that. true. No, it's all, it's all <laughs> clickbait, bro. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... I don't know. I obviously I can't relate to your situation, but you put your mind to being the first person to triple crown. Yeah. When you were first like kind of researching and stuff, was there ever I hate to be I, I hate to ask like a negative question kind of, but like was there ever these thoughts of like oh, like I'm not going to be able to do this. Like no one's ever done this. Like my condition won't allow me to do this or were you just like totally determined like i'm going to make this happen like right from the start if i'm honest there was times where uh, there was negative thoughts in my mind that i wouldn't make it and this is the same year in 2019 april uh i hadn't done like an overnight hike just yet mm-hmm. so when i in, at the end of april in 2019 i decided i'm going to attempt a section of the Oregon Coast Trail, close to where I lived at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be 46 miles. I only, made it, I only made it five miles in because, to be honest, I don't know really how to swim. My parents taught me. It's something that I never really wanted to learn. So I had this like long river crossing called the Elk River. It's, and I had this... You know about Wild, right? Uh, yeah. Do you remember uh, Cheryl Strait's pack? I haven't seen it, but I know about it and stuff, yeah. I don't know about the pack, so, though. Yeah. Well, hers is called, a, at the time, they called it the monster. <laughs> um, I don't know the volume she had, but the one I had was 110 liters. Oh, man. Big mistake. <laughs> the pack weighed six pounds empty. Wow. <laughs> to be fair, I was just still getting into this thing. Yeah, yeah, we all we all have that that period yeah. myself included where i had way too much way too much stuff and gear well for me my main concern is like i said no one with my condition that i knew of have ever done this so i thought i would need a lot of shit mm-hmm. it turns out i don't really okay yeah 
Anyway, I was going to do the Oregon Coast Trail as a section. And so I attempted five miles, but then there was this deep river crossing. And I started walking along the bank to get to shore. And I hate to admit this, but I snuck into someone's property just to make it back to the main highway. And then I hiked 10 miles back to the campground where I started. And I spent a week there and then hiked the Oregon Coast Trail again. And then in 2019, uh, I started at the north entrance of Crater Lake. Keep in mind, I still had the same pack for this trip, too. Okay. The 110 liters. And I made it past Thieveson Creek to the other part of the ridge. And there was a lot of snow. And this was like mid-June, which don't try the PCT in mid-June. In <laughs> Oregon, at least. Yeah. Snow stays there till like mid-July most years. And so... I get to this ridge, and there's, like, a lot of snow. And do you remember in the Sierras when you had to... Uh, did you guys have snow in the Sierra this year? Um, We didn't have a lot by the time I went through. There was a couple spots where you'd have to walk on it a little bit, but it wasn't what most people think of when they think of thru-hikers crossing snow in the Sierra. It really wasn't too bad. So you didn't have to, like, post hole or anything? Not really. No, it really wasn't okay. bad. Well, I did. <laughs> uh, It sucked. Anyway... I got to this ridge, and a, a lot of the so some of the medications I take for my condition don't make me like allergic to the sun. I just get sunburnt a lot easier than most people do. So I was at the top of this ridge, and all the trees were down except for one, and it was all sunny. You know who James Bond is, right? I and mean, who doesn't know? Vaguely, I've heard the name. <laughs> Anyway, so in the moment, um, I had no micro spikes or anything. And so I decided to put my big ass pack in front of me and slide down with it. I was going to stay up. And so I got back up. Before I did that, I started going down the snow with no micro spikes. Please don't do that. Yeah, a stupid that idea. sounds sketch. It, it was. So I made it to this one tree that I mentioned and it was in the blazing sun. No shade. <laughs> and uh, I had called Search and Rescue at that point. Oh, man. And since I didn't want to... In Search and Rescue, no offense to them, they take a long time to rescue you. Yeah. So I didn't want to become a lobster. So what I did was I thought, what would James Bond do? <laughs> so I put my pack in front of me and started sliding down with it. Problem is I overshot it. And it landed in this thing of trees at the bottom of the hill my left leg cut into another thing of trees. I was fine. Um, but by the time Search and Rescue found me, and they brought me back to close to where I lived, I was medically dehydrated. But what's dumb is when they took me out on horseback, there was a creek 50 feet away from where I was at. Oh, wow. You're so close, yeah. eh? Uh, yeah. And then uh, there was an article written about it, too. Oh, man, against your will? <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone from NBC New York called that same day and asked to do an interview with me. And you know how the news makes it, like, too dramatic than it should be? Yeah. Sometimes. A lot of the time. <laughs> I think I was the worst person to interview with that. Because she asked me, are you fine? Were you scared? I was like, no. I knew where I was at. It's just yeah. <laughs> not giving them what they were looking for. Huh? <laughs> uh, no. Definitely not. Well, you just got to be honest. Can we back up for a second? I was. 
Um, yep. So that first hike you did on the Oregon Coast Trail, um, you mentioned something about a river and how you kind of backtracked, but you didn't really mention why you turned around, or I guess you didn't turn around, but why you ended up looping back to uh, the start there. It's because the river was deep and I didn't know how to read tide tables. Plus, I didn't really learn how to swim. Did you ever consider just like going around it and continuing to hike or, or why, I guess, I, I think the root of the question here is why did that end the hike, I guess, instead of just having you to, causing you to have to change your plans a little bit. Remember when I said I snuck on someone's property to get to the main highway? Yeah. I sh probably should have mentioned by the time I got to said property, it was 5 p.m. Then by the time I got to the main highway, it was 9 p.m. Ooh. So there was no place to, like, camp or anything. And I was just tired. My pack was heavy. So I decided to walk 10 miles back to the campground where I started. Mm-hmm. Thought I'd come back and try again. Okay. So you had... Was the was the Crater Lake um, incident there... Did you say... I apologize. Did you say that was your second time ever backpacking? Uh, yeah. Okay. So both of your first two times obviously didn't really go as planned. Um was there ever so a far moment... only one ended in a search and rescue <laughs> that's good right but still so I'm proud of that know. yeah no no, no. yeah it didn't go the way i had hoped yeah exactly and i feel like for a lot of people that would be pretty you know even your condition aside i feel like for a lot of people that would be pretty disheartening and a lot of people would probably give up um on trying it again after that especially if they had these grand plans of triple crowning or even just through hiking one of the trails or something like this um but obviously you didn't and so was there yeah. any any moments you know during or between or after those incidences where you were like okay you know what um maybe this ambitious goal of being the first person with cf to triple crown just isn't gonna happen so in 20, so two years after 2019, so 2021, I was in my dad's trailer in the middle of the woods and I knew a little bit about, a little bit about the Oregon Coast Trail. And I was kind of getting depressed because I was stuck doing nothing. Mm -hmm. So on, I think, if I remember right, August 14th, I gave myself one day to plan my entire Oregon Coast Trail through hike. And literally the next day I was on a bus to Portland then after that to Astoria, and then on August eighteenth, uh, I started my southbound hike of the Oregon Coast Trail, and I had like some challenges going through the way. Almost one time, I almost died because of my own mistake. Oh boy! Oh yeah, I was coming around this cape, and uh, going back to the twenty nineteen hike of the Oregon Coast Trail, I tried to do. Still didn't know how to read tie tables. I had an app on my phone that told me uh, what time the next tad was, which wasn't true. <laughs> so I was going around this cape, and I, the waves were crashing, and I saw this older couple in front of me go ahead. So I thought, you know, okay, it's, it's not that bad. And so I got to, I was halfway through, and I was in this deep part where I was trying to pull myself up onto this rock, and then the wave lifted me up. Slammed my right eye into the handle of my trekking pole. Ooh. Yeah. And then I quickly got to the beach. I felt like if I didn't quickly react, I would have actually been swept swept away. But out of all of that, on as far as I know, on September 20th, 
I became the first person with my condition to hike the entire Oregon Coast Trail. At least to the best of my knowledge. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Which is so awesome. So you went back. Oh, man, you're... <laughs> You've had a lot of sketchy stories, geez. Um, oh, yeah. You went back and you succeeded. Um, I think I'm going to kind of repeat the previous question I asked there. Um, you you obviously didn't give up on it. You didn't give up no. on the goal. And I feel like that would just be like pretty difficult to kind of wrestle with that mentally after two kind of, I don't want to say failures, but, you know, just hikes that didn't go according to plan. I would mention also... Uh, What's up? Technically, there was a third failure I didn't mention. Oh, okay. So, do you want me to talk about that first? Yeah, or yeah, do you want go to for it. your question? No, 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 go for it. Okay. So, close to where I live, there's this trail I've been trying to do called the North Umqua Trail. It's like a... Most people day hike it. It's like 80 miles, one way. And people for years, day hike 80 miles? Well, no, no. The trail is used for day hikes, but most people oh, just day oh, hike. Oh, I see. It. I yeah. see what you mean now. Sorry, I was the, like, "Damn, Oregon's got some badass freaking day hikers." <laughs> uh, the trail entirely is eighty miles one way. Gotcha. Um, it's, it's where I done most of my day hikes before I started through hiking. The same year in September twenty nineteen, I was at the trailhead when I was gonna start. I had this nebulizer I bought from uh, eBay from India. Don't do that. What's a what's a neb- nebulizer? Is that what you said? Yeah. So basically, uh, it's a machine that produces a lot of PSI, and I take liquid medication, and it turns it into a mist, so it goes into my lungs. Okay. Yeah, because the thing with CF is uh, like asthma, if I remember right. For me, it's kind of hard to breathe, so the medication I take opens up my airway so I can breathe better. Okay. So, anyway, this nebulizer started to screw up. And when I got to the trailhead, guess what happened? What? It quit working. Man, at least you weren't in, in the woods yet. No. Do you know you know who the Hulk is, right? Yeah. I hate to admit this, but for years I got tired of my CF controlling me. So, in that moment when I was supposed to start this life-changing adventure, I got all mad and just threw it on the ground, jumped on it like a little kid, and just went all Hulk on it. Because I was tired of my CF controlling me and defining who I was. Okay, so I don't know. I just the reason I keep kind of bringing it back to like these again. I hate to use the word failures, but you know what I mean. Just like these, they they basically are. Yeah, these experiences that yeah. didn't go the way you want. The, the reason I keep bringing you bringing the conversation back to that is because I think one of the most inspiring things about your story, as I understand it, is that you just like refuse to give up on this and you've set these like super ambitious goals for anybody let alone someone with cf obviously and so that's really difficult and you know it's easy to just say like oh i want to do this and then never actually do it and it's easy to say you want to do it and then you know start training or start you know gathering this experience in an effort to pursue that goal and then have something go wrong and be like okay it's not in the cards for me, but, but you've refused to do that, I guess. And so this might be kind of a, a general question or just kind of a, I don't know, a, a basic question, a very open-ended question. So feel free to take this wherever you'd like. Um, but what has like kept you going and like kept you pursuing this even after some of these experiences that didn't go, you know, according to plan or even go well, I guess you could say. 
I will say first, I think you keep bringing it up because I have yet to answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Uh, I'm trying to get it out of you. Yeah, I, I know. Um, I think the reason why I keep going is because after those three failures, which I'm calling them failures because okay. <laughs> never completed what I set out to do, I think it's because I was going to college at the time, and this is probably just my own thinking too. In one of my class college classes, my professor had asked me where I saw myself in 10 years. I had no answer. Mm. Because of the three failures, I thought I'd be stuck in an uh, office job for the rest of my life and passing away from my CF without making an impact. So I think that's the other thing that kept me going. But I think it's because I'm one of those people who have, who have a determined soul, if you want to call it that. And... I think the other thing, now that I think about it, I think the other motivation is, it's probably just my ego, but I wanted to still be the first person to hike the Triple Crown and be the first person to do so before someone else had the chance to do it. Mm -hmm. If that answers your question. No, that does answer it. Um, I I, I, I just think it's so inspiring. And this is like one of the first things even before I knew all the details about these, you know, failed, I guess, attempts as we're calling them or not attempts, but just failed. I don't know. You know what I mean? Even before I learned about, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, even before I learned about all that, I don't know. Just like, obviously it takes a lot of like, no shit. It takes a lot of determination to do this stuff. And it's just like, you, you refuse to give up. So anyways, let's... And I, I love that, man. I love that. I mean, I try not to give up. And you're doing a damn good job. And I hope you. I hope you keep you keep trying as well. And I think you will. Uh, so let's let's talk about this year a little bit. Um, so you talked about 2021. You did the Oregon Coast Trail. Um, yep. What was kind of your hiking like? What was your hiking like this year? What an idiot <laughs> way to ask that question. What did you do this year? Because I know you did a lot this year as well. So after finishing the Oregon Coast Trail, I wanted to try to hike another trail that was twice as challenging and twice as long. Okay. And I'm, I briefly knew about the Arizona Trail when I watched Darwin on the trails videos about it. Mm-hmm. And the, the Grand Canyon is a place I've always wanted to visit. So when I learned the Arizona Trail goes through the Grand Canyon, I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm going to do the Arizona Trail. <laughs> And so I met someone who wanted to go and do it with somebody. And we attempt... I'm not going to mention why, just for her own privacy. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, we, do you know much about the Arizona Trail? Nothing um, at all? I know the basics. I know it's like 800. I know it goes like border to border. But I don't know a ton about like the specifics of thru-hiking. It's been covered a little bit on the show, but it's been a while. Yeah. So... We started at the Mexican border where the trail starts out of uh, Sierra Vista, Arizona. We made it almost to Bathtub Springs when we decided I should just continue on for the both of us. How many miles was that? Into the trail? Yeah. Eight. Oh. Yeah. It, it's, so when you start at the Mexican border, so what we did is we did two different, we did one separate day hike. So we the first day... We started at the main pass, Montezuma Pass, and then hiked down to the Mexican border and back to the pass and then spent another night in town. Mm. The reason is because when you start at Montezuma's Pass and go to Mexico and back, it's like a 
1200 foot climb like a round trip mm -hmm. and then we restarted at montezuma's pass and you have a long ass climb <laughs> towards a the first water source which is six miles into the trail and you have about i think it's like four thousand five thousand foot elevation climb and it was a lot, especially with Arizona, since it was like mid-March and the heat was starting to come. Damn. Oh yeah. So your your so you said your friend dropped out at that point. I'd say sort of. She just decided that it wasn't for her and decided to go home. And she lives in Arizona, so when she had the chance to, she would drive down and resupply me. Uh huh. But you kept you kept going then. Yeah, yeah, I kept going for the both of us. And how far? How much of the trail did did you finish it? About that, I'm gonna mention a few things first. Okay, okay, sorry, I'm getting getting ahead here. One day I will go back and complete the entire trail from Mexico to Utah, but this hike I did at the time I was gonna do the entire trail, but over time as the trail became harder and I wasn't making miles that I sh probably should have, I decided to skip certain sections for my safety. Mm -hmm. Um. Overall, I did 520 miles. It would have been 580, but because of my dumbass, before I went into the uh, Grand Canyon on the South Rim, all I could afford was uh, Pop-Tarts and ramen, which, learn from me and don't do that going into the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a smart idea. And so when I went down to the bottom, past Phantom Ranch, and I was cl this very, very close to getting to the south, uh, top rim the north rim i should say i started to f so the best way i can describe my experience is i felt like i was there but i wasn't like a out-of-body experience if you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah i wasn't i guess i wouldn't i wasn't dehydrated i was just uh what's the word i'm trying to think of um i guess i didn't have enough nutrition in me i mm -hmm. guess you could say yeah <clears throat> funny enough when I was only like a mile from the North Rim, I was just like, basically I looked like a zombie at that point. And I saw this guy just walking in. Guess who I thought it was, but didn't turn out to be? Darwin? Yeah. <laughs> that was just he, a guess too. <laughs> yeah. He like he had like the same beard as him. He didn't talk like him. His I feel like you Kevin. might've told me this before actually. Maybe that's why I guessed right. But that's, so you were, you were, you were down bad, huh? Yeah. I, I thought it was Darwin, but it wasn't. He gave me some, like, protein nuts and whatnot. His name was Kevin. Nice guy. Hmm. Shout out to Kevin. Yeah. So when I got to the top rim, this couple I had met a few hundred miles back saw me, and they said I wasn't looking too great. So I spent two days on the north rim, and then I started making my way towards Utah. I only made it seven miles in until... Uh, I I start I decided to call it quits. The most I think I told you this before too. And if I don't remember, I'm sorry. I tell a lot of people this. No, it's okay. The main thing when I go and hike that I uh, keep attention to is my health. I am not willing to risk uh, risk my health because if I do, I'm screwed and I can't do what I want to do. And so. I should also mention my dad drove all the way from Oregon to Arizona because we planned on him picking me up at the Utah border and seeing me finish the Arizona trail. But the day I decided to call it quits, guess where he was at? 
Where? The North Rim. Oh, really? Yeah. It took him three hours to find me because uh, the place I mentioned to him, he couldn't really find. So the uh, lady working at the booth at the north entrance of the Grand Canyon got to know him for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And then when he finally found me, we went back to the North Rim and saw the Grand Canyon together. To me, like, it's kind of still hard to talk about because I set out to hike all 800 miles of the Arizona Trail. I guess in some ways, I'm glad my sickness happened after the Grand Canyon because it would have sucked before. Um, but I also, in some sense, kind of feel like it's a bit of a failure because I never completed what I set out to do. Right, but yeah. but I mean, you still did more than half of it, which is so yeah. impressive. Um and it's also like and I went to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and you got to see the Grand Canyon. And it's also like, you know, I don't want to speak for you here, so feel free to correct me. Chime but in. but yeah. yeah, oh yeah, or chime in. But it kind of it kind of seems like, at least from what I remember from the conversation that we had back in in Oregon, Cascade it, Locks. Yeah. In Cascade Locks, yeah, it, it kind of seems like a lot of this stuff was almost like training or experience gathering for you know the bigger hikes is that kind of how obviously you wanted to complete the whole trail but was that also like part of the purpose yeah uh i'd never hiked in desert before and the arizona trail was shorter compared to this well okay i'm gonna back up the arizona trail is a lot harder than the first 700 miles of the pct so i figured if i can if I could complete the entire Arizona Trail, I can complete the first 700 miles of the PCT and then continue on to Canada. Um, so I guess you could say that Arizona Trail, in a sense, was a trial run for the desert section of the PCT. After Flagstaff, before I got to the Grand Canyon, I met this hiker by the name of uh, Sunshine. And I told him my situation and what I had done, and he said, if you can fi- uh, hike 500 miles... 520 miles of the Arizona Trail, you can hike all the other Triple Crown Trails. Because from what he told me, and he's done the Appalachian Trail, the PCT, I think he said he's done the CDT. But all the people I've talked to who've also done the PCT, the Appalachian Trail, they all say, so you know about the 11 National Scenic Trails of the U.S., right? Yeah, yeah. So the Arizona Trail is a part of that? And all those who I talked to said the Arizona Trail is the hardest out of all 11 of them. Interesting. Damn. Because the long water carries, the mountain climbs you got to do, the desert, which in Arizona barely has any trees. And so he said, if I can do 520 miles across fucking Arizona, I can do the PCT or the Appalachian Trail uh, and the Triple Crown. Yeah, man. I believe it, too. I believe it. And so, even though you didn't complete the AZT, it's like, you still gather a lot of experience, obviously. And then, that wasn't the only hiking you did last year, either, because obviously, you were on the PCT when we met. So, what yeah. what, like, what did you end up... Was there anything else, actually, before before we go to the PCT? Was there anything else last year that you did, besides the Arizona Trail? Nope, just that and the PCT. Okay, so what, what were your PCT plans, I guess? So, the, do you remember a few... Like 10 minutes ago when I mentioned the place I first discovered the PCT. Yeah, yeah. Where, where was that again? It's called Long John Saddle or Rag- Rango Gap out of Ashland. Okay, okay. 
Yeah. It's 12 miles north of the Oregon-California border on the PCT. I think I might have missed that part, maybe. Let me, I think let me you guys did up. because the McKenzie fire was around. And yeah. If I remember right, you guys told me you had to skip a lot of Oregon because of it. And we had to skip. We didn't skip a ton of Oregon, but we did have to skip that very first, like, southern part of it. You know, we started yeah. back up at Ashland and hiked north from there. Quick question. What's up? I don't know if I asked you, asked you this when I saw you or met you the first time. Did you guys get to at least see Crater Lake? We did get to see Crater Lake, and it was fucking amazing, dude. It was so sick. Right. So beautiful. Did you learn anything about Crater Lake or how it was formed in the lot? Um, no, not really. We I don't want to say we blew through there because we did kind of hike a little bit slower that day and did a shorter day to kind of take it in, but I didn't get to, to learning. <laughs> so I'll just tell you real quick about it since... Out of, out, out of all the places I've been in Oregon, that's the place I've gone to the most. And a, a hiker I met on the trail actually corrected me. So do you remember seeing the little island volcano in the middle of the lake? Yeah, I do, actually. Yes. So that's called Wizard Island. Growing up, I always assumed... So before Crater Lake became Crater Lake, it was a tall-ass mountain. And I believe it was the highest in the state at the time. Taller than Mount Hood. Wow. It was like 12,000 feet, and it used to be called Mount Mazuma. But then in, I don't remember what year. It was ages ago. Um, you know about Mount St. Helens a bit, right? Yeah, kind yeah, of. I do. So I guess in some kind of way like that, it blew itself up. Mm-hmm. It blew its top. And then over time, rain came in and formed a lake. And um, the hiker I had met, she and I reached the uh, Annie Creek res- uh, restaurant, I believe. And we were reading about Crater Lake. And I, before we got there, I told her, once you see the small island volcano in the middle of the lake, that was a part of the old volcano. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new volcano forming inside of the lake. So, technically, Crater Lake is still active. Damn, that's crazy. I did not know that. I didn't know that either until she pointed it out to me. Well, there you go. Um, yeah. Where, uh, how much... Okay, let me back up here. What was your original plan for this year on the PC? Obviously, you weren't trying to do the whole thing. But yeah. um, I know you were out there again, and I believe you told me it was kind of like a training thing, or not training, but just... I don't know, lack for lack of a better word, training. I guess. Um, was, I guess you can say that. Yeah. Or, or what would you what would you call it? I don't even know why I'm speculating. I have you right now in front of me, so <laughs> I should probably uh, just ask you. <laughs> I think I told you this when we met in uh, Cascade Locks, and you asked me why I was out there. I believe I said it was a trial hike. Yeah, that sounds about right. I had even to this day so far, I'd never hiked more than a thousand miles in a single go. So when I decided to do the PCT, I already decided to do this before I went and did the AZT. Okay. Uh, my plan was to hike basically, I guess you can say, from Ashland to Canada. I wanted to see if I could actually hike a thousand miles in a single go. Never made it. <laughs> <laughs> but you still did yeah. a lot, didn't you? I believe I did like... if. Have you heard about the Timberline Trail that goes around Mount Hood? Yes, I have. Dude, I'm telling you, you should go and do that at some point. I think you would really enjoy it. Yeah, I've actually thought about it a few times over the years. I think I definitely will at some point. Technically, 
you guys hiked from the Timberline Lodge to Cascade Locks, right? Yeah. So you did 11 miles at the Timberline because it shares 11 miles with the PCT? Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you include the Timberline Trail, which I did twice in a, a week and a half, um, and the miles I did on PCT, I believe that's like close to 600 miles I did this year. Um, it, Sorry, and that includes the Arizona miles as well? Uh, no, just for the Timberline and the PCT. Okay, so total... Yeah. Cause you did the Arizona. Total, it'd be like twelve hundred miles. If yeah, I had to so guess. so you did hike over, even though it wasn't a thousand miles on the PCT. You still hiked over a thousand yeah. miles this year. Yeah, I would say. So when I got off the Arizona Trail and before I did this PCT, I guess you could say technically I took a month long break. To me, it was unknown to me. It was going to be a month long break. I thought after the AZT, I was just done for this year. Mm-hmm. But then I went and did the PCT. So I guess technically I did 1,200 miles in a single year. Yeah, man. Yeah, you you that's that's a lot. Like, and it's so cool that's to hear. That's more than you. I've ever done. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, that's more. Well, that's more than I've done in a single go. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so I think it's just amazing hearing like how you know these first couple experiences you had, like trying to backpack after setting this ambitious goal you know, didn't really end well, but then here we are just a few years later and you hiked well over a thousand miles in one year. And so I feel like you're on, you're on the right track. And so what, what is the plan if you have one right now, um, as far as when you're going to actually start to tackle these, you know, long trails, like fully, um, for the triple crown. So next year, I plan on returning to the uh, Timberline Trail as training. I haven't quite decided by May go try the long trail in Vermont. Oh, really? Dude, that's badass. That's badass. That's going to kick my ass, though. Damn it. Yeah, it's an ass kicker for sure. But like, oh, man, I wish I was still up there. I would totally come hike with you. Oh, that'd be nice. We should uh, go hiking at some point. I would love to day. go back up there and hike a part of that trail, man. I, I, I know that trail better than, than I know any... Like I seriously know that trail so well. So if you need any help, any pointers or anything, definitely, definitely uh, send me a message or something. But um, anyways, sorry to get yeah. you back on track there. Um, maybe long trail, timberline maybe trail. Long trail. Um, anything else for next year? I already forget it's 2023. My mind's still back in 2022. Oh yeah, you're so right. Actually, by next year, I meant this year. Yeah, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> it's so only January third. 2023. 3rd. Yeah, for 2023. I know I'm definitely going to go back and hike the Timberline Trail. The first time and second time I did it, I recorded the whole hike. Because, But because of my dumbass, I picked up a uh, corrupted SD card at a bit like youth camp. I didn't know it was corrupted at the time. So all my footage for both times was mostly erased. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, that, that yeah. gives me like anxiety just hearing that. <laughs> I was so pissed. Oh, man. So, I'm going to go back this year and uh, rehike it maybe two, three times for training. And then I may, like I said, go hike the lawn trail. Maybe. Haven't decided just yet. So, originally, I was going to go hike the PCT in 2024. I feel like I need to hike a shorter trail that's, you know, a few hundred miles uh, shorter. And one where, like, resupplies is easy, and if I get into trouble, I can get off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like 
if I so for me the PCT is a special trail and I want to save it and hike the entire thing if I possibly could. Um, my main concern with the PCT is, as you would know, the fires. Yeah. The long water carries in California. And I feel like, let's say I did do, do the PCT and I somehow got to Northern California and I would have to skip miles because of fires. I feel like if I didn't get to Canada, which I didn't actually make it this year either. So I know your pain. <laughs> <laughs> Too well. Uh, yeah. Uh, I you you guys made it to what Snoqualmie Pass, right? Uh, Flossie got off at Snoqualmie. I got off at Stevens Pass. Guess where I made it to? Snoqualmie. White's Pass. <laughs> White's Pass. So that was just before Snoqualmie, right? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I would have kept going, but because the fires got so bad and the smoke was in the air, I didn't want to risk it. Yeah, with with CF yeah. especially. I can oh, imagine yeah. that Especially, makes it. It's it's shitty for anybody, but like, yeah, no. With my I, condition, it's just I'm, worse. I'm sure you made the right decision there. Yeah, and so I figured if I can hike a trail, that's. I guess. You you've done it, so you know what trail I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> if I get screwed, I can easily get off in the town and go home if I needed to. And so I thought, as a trial for the PCT, I guess you can say in a sense. I plan on hiking from Georgia to Maine on the Appalachian Trail in 2024. Whoop, whoop, whoop. As far as I know, still being the first with my condition to do so. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So the, obviously we're still a little a little ways away, so you never know. Like Plans can change. But I think it's so awesome. Yeah. Um, have you ever... Uh, and also, I think doing the long trail, I know you said you're kind of a little bit undecided still, but... As somebody who hiked the long trail and then went on to hike the AT, that is definitely a good prep hike for the AT. You're That's gonna, what I was thinking about doing the long gonna trail. You're going to get the rain. You're going to get the steep, rugged climbs that you see on the AT. And the, and re- the mud. The re- and the mud, yeah. Um, <laughs> you're going to get some of that. Uh, and, and also, just like the resupply is similar. And also, you know, 100 miles of the long trail is the AT. So you're going to meet some yeah. AT through hikers. You're going to get a feel for the shelters and everything. It's definitely a great... A, a great prep hike and my opinion is if you can hike the long trail you can hike the at so yeah. i would and, and also mile for mile the at is probably a little bit easier definitely a little bit easier than the long trail um there's some hard sections that are comparable but overall the at probably is a little bit easier mile for mile like i said so i think that's awesome man i think that's awesome um i will say though it could just be my ego but I think between the lawn trail and the AT, it can't be as challenging as what I've done in the Arizona trail. You know, I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I've never hiked the Arizona trail or even been on it before. I haven't done... I haven't, the only part of the East Coast I've been to is Florida, but no hiking. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't done the Appalachian Trail, of course, or the Vermont Lawn Trail. Again, I think it's just my ego, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to be as difficult as what I've done in Arizona. Yeah, well, especially maybe for you too, because the sun exposure is an issue. Obviously, you will not have to really ever worry about that on the long trail. You know, there's a couple or of water. times where you'll be above tree line, but it's only yeah. for a few miles. And then water, exactly. You won't have to worry about yeah. water basically any time of year. So that that does make it easier. I will just say, again, the Arizona Trail maybe is harder. Like I don't know, but it's the terrain is going to be more difficult. You're going to be going up a lot of steep 
steep climbs and it's very rugged there's not very much flat and it's quite rocky as well so there's different Barely challenges any switchbacks from there's, there's not many switchbacks but 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 if the sun exposure and the water are two like big concerns for you um you definitely will not have to worry about them. in fact if anything you'll be wishing for sun because it can be rainy and cloudy a lot out there so uh the other reason why i want to do the at is because I'd be visiting 14 states I've never been to. Yeah, man. Yeah. 14 beautiful states at that. Most of them anyways. Um, yeah. We're kind of getting towards the end here, CJ. So I I reminded you to think of a story before we recorded for the end of the episode here. Do you have one? Are you ready? Yeah. The I will say, though, the best that I can come up with is probably not the one you expect. Okay. So... I think the best story I have is the people I've come in contact with on my hikes. Sure. Because um, we're all from different walks of life and we're out there for different reasons. The most people I've come in contact with is people who know people with CF. And they felt inspired by what I was out there and what I was trying to achieve. And that's one of the reasons why I'm out there is to inspire other people, not just with my condition, but like just all walks of life that if you think you can't do it, just know that you can and overall, I'm just out there to inspire others and to teach them that they can go and achieve what they want. It just takes a little more planning. So if you don't think you can, you just know that you can. Hell yeah, that's, man. That's the best I've got. <laughs> but the problem is, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Are you ready? The problem is, yeah. although I don't want to downplay which the significance of what you just said, but it's not CJ, the story we're thinking not, about. That's, no, it's not a story. That's not a story. So, so I'm going to help you a little bit, okay? I would appreciate that. Let's let's get a story out of you. Um, and it could be. It doesn't have to be some significant. You know, it could be something as simple as you know some random thing that was funny. So, what is a funny, memorable moment that you can remember from any of the trails that you've done so far? We've talked a lot about like some more serious stuff today. Let's. Let's try to find something okay. funny, something that happened to you or somebody else, something you witnessed, something you were involved in, anything like that. I got one. There we go. I have a question though. Okay. You've had McDonald's before, right? And all oh, that? I've had I've had my fair share of McDonald's, my friend. Hearing the story, you might know, and I'm not going to go into detail. So uh, just use your imagination. Okay. It was in Flagstaff, Arizona, and I was on the Arizona Trail. And I went to go and leave the next day, going towards Utah. And I drank liquid IV the night before, if you know what that is. Uh, yeah, the electrolyte mix. Yeah. So that was not a good idea. Oh. So the next morning when I started to leave, my motel was literally on the Arizona alternate that goes through Flagstaff and next to McDonald's. Ooh. So I went to go get a caramel frappe and two breakfast burritos, <laughs> which in the moment was fun. A few hours later, I was right out of Flagstaff when something happened that I called a uh, Flagstaff debacle. <laughs> and the same day, I went to Safeway, changed some things. Just use your imagination. And then I rode five different buses around Flagstaff just to get things in order. Yeah. was I, I was pissed. Did you shit your pants, CJ? 
Yeah, I just didn't want to <laughs> admit that or go into detail. But yeah, you would not, not be the first person my on this fault. podcast to uh, to tell a story about that happening to them. So you're a good company. That, that's my friend. the best story I've got. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. And again, yeah. it's something that happens to a lot of people. I've never done it, but I've came very close. Um, <laughs> I did. It was basically a lake in my shorts. <laughs> uh, and since that Dude. day, I still eat McDonald's, but on trail, I refuse. I will refuse Dude, to eat McDonald's. You know what trail. it is? It's the burritos. I've had those one time, and I I didn't shit my pants, but I also had some issues afterwards. And I've talked to Flossie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he told me the same thing. Like those fucked with his stomach. Like I'm pretty sure it's not just McDonald's, but it's the burritos specifically. But. I think for me, it's because with my CF, I have stomach issues as well. So it could be a combination of that too. Mm-hmm. So if I do McDonald's, it's not going to be breakfast burritos. <laughs> Yeah, it happens, my friend. All right, CJ, where can people go and find you on social media and YouTube and all that stuff to follow along with this just an incredible journey that you're on? Thank you. Uh, on Instagram, you can find me at Colton J. Cosby. Again, no relation to Bill. <laughs> and then on YouTube, also Colton Cosby. Though I guess there's a lot of Colton Cosby's on YouTube. So the best way to look me up is a Southbound Oregon Coast Trail. Yeah. Or you can have a link or something. Yeah, I'll 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 put a link to both your Instagram and your YouTube in the show notes. Everybody go subscribe to him. Like I said at the top of the episode, meeting CJ was one of the most like um memorable moments for myself, Flossie, and Brandon, I think. Like we And for me. And for you, really? You're just well, being nice. I think uh, before I mention, no, I don't think I mentioned this to you. I think I knew you guys were going to be on the PCT this year, but when I started my hike, I completely forgot. And <laughs> before that, I told myself, I would like to meet these guys. Never in my life did I ever think I would actually ever meet you guys, let alone that Cascade Lodge. Yeah, and it happened, and it was awesome. Yeah. So I will say I've met other YouTubers, but so far you're the first one I've met. Well, I, okay, that's... Not how I want to say that. I've met quite a few YouTubers on trail, like uh, Ariel Ship and uh, Jupiter. Think of... Oh, yeah, Jupiter. But with you, we actually had a conversation. And uh, I'm trying to think of how I want to say this. Was it, uh, again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that maybe with them, it was just like a quick interaction. And, and with us, you kind of got like more time to like actually like sit down and talk and like kind of get to know each other a little bit more personally. Those are the exact words I was trying to think of. Okay. Cause I think you, so you, had you. mentioned this to me um, at the yeah. time. I remember. Yeah. But I will say with Ariel and uh, Jupiter and even you, not once in my lifetime did I ever think I would actually even meet you guys. So that was very special for me. Yeah, man. And just your kindness. And I know you mentioned in the moment, when we met, you weren't quite focused or something like that. I thought you were very kind regardless. Oh, well, I appreciate that, man. And I was so starstruck when I saw you. Uh, <laughs> I, at first, I thought, nah, that can't be him. And when I walked up to you and I saw you, I, was, I felt like I was kind of being rude walking up to you. No, 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 you weren't. Yeah. You weren't at all. Um, it was awesome, man. And I appreciate your kind words. Um 
I think I that's, appreciate your kind words. Yeah, and, and thank you for coming on here and, and telling your story. And I don't think this is going to be the last time my audience is going to be hearing from you either because I want to have you back on as you get going on some of these hikes and, and everything, and especially if you do the long trail. I want to talk all about that. So you'll have to keep me posted on what you get up to, and I'm excited to, to talk again. So thank you, man. I really appreciate it. No, thank you, uh, Kyle. I was going to call you Jupiter. I <laughs> just lost my train of thought Don't for a minute. Don't do that. No. I wish no, I was you're Jupiter. Nothing are you like kidding him. me? He's, he's so bad. Uh, <laughs> you, you stay the way you are. That's I all appreciate I gotta say. that. I appreciate that. You too, man. But thank you for having me on of my course. first podcast, and I'm glad it's yours. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Go check out CJ's stuff one more time on YouTube and Instagram. And take care. See everybody next week. Woohoo!